Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. The Star Wars Sessions podcast. Part that he loves a good Star Wars session. Absolute legends of Star Wars Sessions. This is the way, this is the way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly. This is when fun begins. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, aka Jabba the Hud, and joining me here in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon is the greatest Star Wars man, fan and buddy out there, live from Washington DC, it's Master Blywalker, Luke Bly, how you doing mate? <laughs> yes mate, I'm good, oi oi savaloi, and a happy Star Wars week to you. We're in we're in a very Star Warsy time of year, aren't we? This is usually Ooh, yes. the week where we're celebrating a lot of anniversaries of um past releases of Star Wars films. That feels very good. And of course, like you said, I am I'm in Washington DC, mate, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm about to um so I've been working a wee bit. Miss has been working a wee bit, mm. but this afternoon I've kind of got a free like free, free afternoon, free slot. I'm going to head down to the Air and Space Museum because yes. I hear, I hear there is an X-wing on display there. Like no, full size X-wing for and real. I can't uh, for real, and I can't lie. That is the driving factor of me visiting the Air and Space Museum. Lads, ladies, check our stories in the next hour of recording. You'll see. Hopefully, there'll be an X-wing on there. That is fit. We have, you've had a little pillow fight by the looks of it as well. Yeah, and I've well, I'm you, the the audio. My audio might sound a little bit different because we're in this like we're in this kind of like apartment uh, complex, and um, the room is so bare. So I might be like a, a a wee bit more echoey than usual. I'm try I'm trying not to be echoey because I've just surrounded myself with pillows. <laughs> As you can kind of, as Matty Boy can see, as Matty Boy can see. Um, But yeah, how's things back in Blighty, mate? Any Star Warsy stuff going down? What's the gossip? What's the lad? Planning any trips to to the Um, Star Cruiser or? Well, I was going to go to the Star Cruiser in October. I better check my booking to make sure that's still going to be valid, mate. But um, I don't know, mate. I've had my dinner here. You just had your lunch, so this is this is this is like. uh, I've I've gone hyperspace forward. I'm five hours ahead of my man at the minute. Otherwise, mate, it's all good. Nothing really Star Warsy at the minute. Uh, I've been listening to some audio books, some Star Warsy ones to keep me ticking over till we get some new TV stuff, some new films. Other than that, mate, standard weekend. Had a good one. Was uh, always looking forward to doing this episode and to um, speaking to yourself, conversing over the airwaves and over the Atlantic. Um, but it's it's been a busy week in Star Wars, mate. And it's only being punctuated mm. by the sounds of Big Ben Kenobi in, in my ear, which as usual is dominating my hearing. I know what it means. You know what it means, mate. Tell the listeners what it means. Well, mate, it must mean it's the Galactic News Round. Yeah, come on. The Galactic Star Cruiser is set to make its last voyage in September as the immersive attraction will be closing down after 18 months. Speaking to GQ, Natalie Portman says she's open 
to reprising her role as Padme Amidala, but stated, No one's ever asked me to return. According to Kotaku sources, Ubisoft are pushing for an ambitious March 2024 release date for their as-yet-untitled open-world Star Wars game. And finally, Ray Stevenson, who is set to appear as Balan Skull in the upcoming Ahsoka series, has passed away suddenly, aged 58. Hey, what's up? It's Taylor Gray, a.k.a. Ezra Bridger, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. I hope you enjoy the show. So, I would imagine a lot of people in this room have been waiting to hear, what are we doing with Star Wars movies? And we are really excited to be sharing some news today. As you can see by all the television we've been doing, we're exploring a lot of different storylines. And this really spawns from what George Lucas said years ago, that he created Star Wars to move forward and backward along a mythological timeline. And now we're looking to broaden that timeline, building a rich future, expanding upon the present, going deep into the past to tell our stories, and we're thrilled to be working with some of the best and most passionate filmmakers on projects that will span the past, the present, and the future. And while it's still very early days, we did invite a few of those directors to join us today. It's my real pleasure to welcome to the stage James Mangold. It wasn't even that long ago, but it feels like yesterday, my friend, when we were at Star Wars Celebration and Lucasfilm President Kathleen Kennedy introduced three new Star Wars movies. Very exciting. And yes, we all thought at the time, will they happen? Doesn't matter. The announcement has been made, as you have just heard. We're getting three new films, my friend, which are going to span the past, the present and the future. Directed by James Mangold, Dave Filoni and Charmaine Obeid Chinoy. As you heard then, me and Luke were quite excited during some of that. And don't worry, we've got a few more clips where we sound just as excited, including one at the end where it brings a tear to my eye to listen back. But Lukey boy, you <laughs> you could hear you screaming at the words new Star Wars movies at that moment. Trying to take yourself back then and also now, because you were saying for the longest time, or you know, people were saying, we're going to get these three new films. Finally got the uh, confirmation at Celebration. How did, do you remember what you felt like then and now a month and a half detached from that? You know, where you at at the minute, just at the announcement? Well, you know, I, I was going into this celebration thinking, man, we're going to get we're going to get one Star Wars film. We're going to get one announcement. And I think it was only for me, mate. I only heard 
I don't know, uh, the day before, I think, or the same morning that there was like rumors of, oh, no, no, they're going to be, there's going to be more films announced. There's going to be three films announced. And I was like, you know, I remember similar rumors happening at Star Wars Celebration 2022 in Anaheim and thinking, oh, yeah, they're going to announce stuff. And, you know, it didn't happen. And I, I just thought the one film was a safe bet. You know, it was going to be the Damon Lindelof film, and and, and now people are referring to it as the Chinoy film. You know, because yep. Damon has exited from that film. We'll get into that. Um, but the three films, come on, come on! And you know, the more I'm really happy. I'll say this: I'm really happy that we've left it actually a, a, a little while to let the mm-hmm. news sink in to find out only a few more details. And, and, and kind of given this time to, to, again, let it sink in for us to talk about this and really discuss it, really get your guys' opinions on this, because it's interesting. It's really interesting. And at the end of the day, Matty boy, I love the Star Wars series. I love waking up on a Wednesday morning, watching watching a new episode of Star Wars yep. and recording a recap. recap. But, 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 you can't beat a Star Wars film opening night cinema with your friends with your family on your lonesome whatever your circumstances there is nothing quite like that and star wars does ultimately belong on the big screen mate it really does and this is what we wanted and it and it's i have a lot of thoughts i have a lot of opinions on on this slate and i can't wait to dive into it uh so let me throw it back to you mate you're sitting there and you're thinking hang on you know not not just one film, three three yeah. films, three directors. <laughs> James Mangold, what? Yeah. You know what 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 were yeah. you feeling? Because I was I was sitting right next to you, but like, <laughs> yeah, he was as loud as you heard as well. <laughs> it was great. I I literally rolled my eyes, going, "Oh my word, is that really is that really what I sound like? <laughs> like a foghorn?" <laughs> Oh, man, there's more to come from there, mate. No, I was very excited. One of the things I was worried about was we would get an announcement of a new trilogy or something like that. Something where historically they haven't necessarily been able to provide or to follow through with. I was happy. I would have been happy like you if they said, right, we've got one film coming. It's going to be 2025 mm. or 2026, whatever. And we're going to f- we'll put our eggs in that basket. We're going to focus on that. Uh, in fact, we've actually already been writing it for the last six months or something like that. I would have been happy with that. But the announcement that we're getting three films plus bringing out the directors, uh, especially given what Filoni's doing, obviously, as well, which we'll mention. Mm-hmm. I came out saying, and we mentioned it on our post-panel recap, that I feel confident that these films will be made because they've brought the directors out. There is a real, as Kathy mentioned, she, she says, you know, they're still in early days. We're in early development here, very early. So, you know, let's keep that in mind. But... I'm I'm very excited for the three movies, mate. And uh, mm. we've got another clip here of Kathleen actually then going on to talk about what those three films are. So I'll play that in the meanwhile. So Shannon's going to take us into the deep past, telling the tale of the first Jedi to wield the Force <laughs> and harness its liberating power in an era of chaos and oppression. Expanding upon our present... Dave Filoni will orchestrate the escalating war between the Imperial Remnant and the fledgling New Republic. Alongside producer John Favreau, they'll bring together many of the threads of our series 
in that cinematic event that we've been promising. Yeah! Fifteen years after the events of Rise of Skywalker. I promise I'm in there somewhere. You can hear me, but Lukey boy. The excitement, though, other than you, the excitement in the room, though, when they when they put that roadmap. I wasn't even a roadmap. It was the they'd now you know nicely positioned everything into eras. You could hear the excitement in the room. People want Star Wars back on the big screen, don't they, mate? Oh, mate, the demand for it is ridiculous. It is. It's absurd. It's absurd, mate. Just listen to the reaction. Listen to the reaction of the different films. Yeah. And, you know, I think, I think, mate, this is really smart. This is really smart. I would, you know, I, I think I would take this slate over the announcement of a trilogy any day at the moment, yeah. at the moment, just because of the track record. I think Lucasfilm uh, need to get the right leadership in place and need the right people in place before mm-hmm. they try to do like another trilogy. Um, but what I've said to you, mate, what I've said to you before, you've got these three films, right? Um, you've got the Dawn of the Jedi film, James Mangold's film. You've got the Mandoverse climactic event, and then you've got New Jedi Order. Sure. Um, who's to say that that Dawn of the Jedi and, you know, New Jedi Order, effectively episode 10, let's be honest, right? And we'll, yes. we'll, 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 we'll get to that. We'll get to that as well in a moment. But, um, you know, so, who's so to say they won't be a series in their own right? Of course, yeah. You know, that first Star yeah. Wars film, that first Star Wars film, A New Hope, or just Star Wars at the time, 1977, you know, George... George was like, well, hopefully this this might do well. But at the time, he was pretty sure, you know, this isn't going to work. This is going to be a flop. Fox yep. thought it was going to be a flop, and, and, it, and it wasn't. And although George did have ideas for a saga, had ideas for a huge story, you know, he, uh, uh, he was pretty confident he wasn't going to be making those films. And I think there's a magic to that. There's a magic to thinking, do you know what, just in case – Let's just make this a contained story. Yep. You know, let's not let's not just give it give this story treatment a load of mystery boxes, and let's not just you know set up stuff and set up stuff and set up stuff, which we've kind of become accustomed to, haven't we? In in pop culture, in in yeah. the recent like last mm-hmm. few decades, but particularly the last ten years, um, and arguably Star Wars has been a big part of that. So I, I think it's refreshing to actually have an announcement of two films that, that are likely going to stand on their own two feet, but can potentially become the start of new film series in their own right. Like, and I, I, I think that's probably the, the most likely. I, mm. I could see that happening, mate. I could see that happening. This is so exciting. <laughs> This See, is so, he's, he's loving this. this is, he? I kind of, I still can't believe it. Three films, three, three films, films, mate. Three films. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you, mate. I think they were very careful with what they said. They never once said, you know, we have plans to expand." But behind the scenes, if Dawn of the Jedi by Mangold does mm-hmm. well, you know, does well critically, commercially, there's going to be more. If the New Jedi Order film, if slash when it does well there's going to be demand for more. People are going to want to see more. 
obviously it comes down to the characters and story of course and the mando first as well let's not forget if the mando first film crushes which mate it's it, we'll get into the minutiae of that but given all the ingredients in that little mandalorian stew there's a chance that film could blow the doors down in terms of box office just because of what people mm. may be getting now we don't know yet of course but the potential of that film that could be the big money spinner right there which is odd because they've called it the culmination but i think you're right though mate i think the plans are obviously to expand further from these stories but they're being a little coy maybe i maybe they've learned from their mistakes somewhat and they're not going to come out guns blazing and say mangold's got a five film contract this that and the other you know, maybe maybe he doesn't do the next film, but maybe he's on board as an ex, uh, as an ex- executive producer. But mm. Dawn of the Jedi, then, mate. This was the uh, this is one which has been getting a little bit of buzz online. We'll, we've got some thoughts from you guys on all of these films. But uh, James Mangold appeared on stage to talk about Dawn of the Jedi, and it's very very interesting what he says, mate. Well, when I first started talking to Kathy about doing. Um, one of these pictures, what occurred to me was just thinking about what kind of genre movie within Star Wars I'd like to make, and I thought about a kind of biblical epic, um, like a Ten Commandments and a dawning of the Force. Where did the Force come from? When did we discover it? When did we know how to use it? Um, and um, a story just started developing, and, and with the wonderful help of all the brilliant um, Canonites and brilliant um, historians of Star Wars on the timeline, we came up with kind of an incredible story to tell about the dawning of the Force, um, 25,000 years before, um, before, before this time of disappeared. So the, the, it's an exciting story, and I can't wait to tell Oh, my word. Oh, it's, it's, it's the phrase. It's the phrase that James Mangold is using there, a biblical epic, a mm. biblical epic, which, you know, if I'm being completely honest, part of me was, was surprised that used an expression like that. But I am so, so here for it. I am so here for it. 25,000 years before A New Hope you know, it, it, it deserves a huge story. It deserves almost like this Abrahamic yeah. account, doesn't it? You know, it, yeah. it, it deserves something. If, if, if something like this has never been explored before, you know, outside of, you, you know, the comics of, of the same name, Dawn of the Jedi, right? And by the way, that's not the, f- that's, that's, we don't know if that's the film title for sure. Yeah, do that's we? just the, no, uh, was that even that's what the, the era. era was called? Yeah, yeah. That's what the yeah, yeah. that's what they were calling the era. Although I don't think it's a bad title. I don't think it's a bad title. Dawn of the Jedi. You know, yeah, no. not that bad. Probably could have done with um, using the Force Awakens. That's a shame they use that one. Shame, shame they use that one back in 2015. But um, <laughs> oh mate, oh mate, this this one to to me, mate, this one felt the most left field. You know, yeah. uh, we're, we're going to be talking about the other two film announcements shortly, but this one felt like it comfortably, comfortably like the most left field. Like, oh, wow, this was not gossiped about. This was not yeah. in the rumor mill at all. I don't think, I don't remember seeing this. Do you remember seeing anything like this? I don't in remember mill? seeing anything about Dawn of the Jedi. I remember Mangold's name being thrown around a while ago and it never really amounted to anything, but not with this project, no. 
Right, right. I mean, this this just seems exceptional, and it it feels a a, a little bit to me like when Lucasfilm hired Ryan Johnson. You know, and that yes. could be a good thing or it could be a bad thing. But you know, um, James Mangold, who I do you remember actually at the at Lucasfilm showcase at Celebration, I leaned over to you, and I was like, "Is James Mangold like? Is he legit?" Uh, I he's, think. Do you remember me asking you that? I was I like, do. Is, he, "Is this guy decent?" The guy's legit. He's done maybe ten films. He's got about fourteen Oscar nominations. He's won four Oscars. He was responsible for getting Angelina Jolie and Reese Witherspoon their Oscars for Best Performance. He he got Logan, a superhero film. He got a nomination for an Academy Award. And again, take what you want for awards. Not everybody put, holds him in high esteem, but he got a mm-hmm. superhero film, Best Adapted Screenplay nomination. That was one of the best five written films of the year, they said. And it's a superhero film, which, um, like certain genres, uh, typically gets overlooked at the Oscars. So... The man is very, very good at directing. He's very good as well at telling stories about the the protagonist, about what's going on mm. inside them, their own personal journey, aside from anything else, um, which I'm very excited about. If we're talking about like the dawning of the force and who's going to be the first person to discover it or whatever it is they're going to do, how how that's going to work, who knows? Mm. That's going to be that's going to surely that's going to weigh heavy on the person who finds it. We're going to find out more about them, their story, and the idea of a biblical epic, mate. I think he referenced the Ten Commandments, the old um, Cecil B. DeMille film, way back in the fifties. But something like that, or the greatest story ever told, Ben Hur, big boy films, you know, big long sprawling epics, all three three and a half hour long films. And I'm not saying this one will be, but they needed to be in order to get that scope of narrative in there. And hearing that is going to be so far ahead. Now, I love the fact that he's, he used the word canonites and stuff like that in the Star Wars historians. Despite the fact that I don't think 25,000 years ago, we really know much about anything. I know in the Clone Wars, they had that planet, I think it's called like the World Spring of Force or something like that, which Yoda went to or something when he was on his like, weird like, acid trip. Whether or not that's going to play into it or at least get a mention, because he literally said, you know, the canonites at Lucasfilm have helped me out here. I don't know, but because it's so far in the future, mate, they can do what they want. And that's what excites me about this project. I agree. This did feel very left field, very random, but in a good way. Um, And it obviously can then lead into things like the old Republic years down the line. But I I love the potential here, mate. We're going to be in a, is it going to be a more primitive time? Who, Who knows? But it's going to be a time without the force. We're so used to the force and the Jedi and the Sith. Who's going to be the good guys? Is there going to be a faction? Will there be bad guys? Will the will we see mm. the force literally come between a couple or brothers or brother sisters? And that's what creates a light side dark side split. That there's um, my 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 mind is kind of like spitting stuff out here, but I think we've got a real real potential here for like a for a very deep and nuanced mm. Star Wars story here, mate. If they can if they can do it right, well. Uh, if, for me, like, this is the one where I'm like, aesthetically, what's this going to look like? What's course, this going to yeah. feel like? What's the what's the flavor going to be? This Because the others, you 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 know, you kind of know what it's going to yeah. look like. You yeah, know yeah, what everyone's, you know what characters are going to be in it. 
and mm-hmm. and yet with this one you're like wow this is and and i think that only re-emphasizes the kind of left fieldness of it you know this kind of yeah random announcement to us as i i, I, st- I still remember it mate being in that lucasfilm <laughs> <laughs> you know streaming stage twin sons we weren't even in the room and yet you know in my in my head like you know it's now getting to the point where I'm like, no, we were in the room. Spiritually, we were in the room. And <laughs> I, do, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I digress. I digress. Um, I asked you about James Mangold, and you effectively gave me that response. You're like, no, this guy, this guy knows what he's, he's doing. He's a very good and, film, Yeah. And I, 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 in my head, I'm, I, I can make the parallel between him and Ryan Johnson because, you know, Ryan mm-hmm. Johnson uh, was creating The Last Jedi with Lucasfilm, and James Mangold, of course, has been – um, working on Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, the last it's Indiana true. Jones film to be released ever, in theory, in principle. Uh, that's what I've heard, anyway. Um, and well, we, we we saw a clip, didn't we, of Indiana Jones, and it looked good. It looked really good. Mm-hmm. It was it was a chase sequence, and I want to. Um, I've said it on the show before. I'm not the biggest Indiana Jones guy. I like a bit of Indiana Jones, and I'm really looking forward to see, seeing Dial of Destiny in 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 the cinema. I just want to see that Lucasfilm logo yeah. flash up. You know, <laughs> well, in the, good in point, the cinema. Uh, I, I'm I'm just excited for that. But obviously, the point I'm making is they've enjoyed working with James. James must have been really fun to work with. He must have made some really good points, right, um, in in the production process for them to go, hey, you know what, James, how do you feel about doing a Star War? And, yeah, that must be a good thing. That must be a good thing. Maybe. Hopefully. Hopefully. Right? Mm. Hopefully. I don't think it comes down to whether Indy does well. We've got um, a couple of the uh, listeners or Star Wars fans, you, me, and Star Wars, Eve, Evangel, our boy, Ant Goodman, uh, and Jacob Lusk, they all mentioned Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny as their kind of litmus test for Mangold and whether the project's actually going to see the light of day, which I find interesting, slightly, slightly depressing as well, not because you guys have said that, but because we're living in an era now where if Indy 5 doesn't do well, we're questioning mm-hmm. whether James Mangold gets to do this film. I don't think Mangold should be put in that position. The guy is nothing to prove in that sense. And let's not forget the last indie film, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, wasn't exceedingly well received. Made, made, made some good money, about seven hundred odd million, but it's wow. not particularly fondly looked on. It's it's fine. It's not as bad as the world thinks. It's fine. Um, but you know the the thinking is out there now that if that doesn't do well, the Lucasfilm get cold feet like they did with Trevorrow and other directors, James Trank as well if you believe the stories. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I'm i looking forward to seeing Indy 5 and hopefully it it sticks the landing. If it doesn't, then to me, Mango's still a very good director. He he did an interview recently where he said um, he's calling it, like the code name for this is Star Wars Zero. He's saying, it's not the name of the film, but he's like, where was the force born? And he says, to me, a movie always has to have a question to answer. You know, mm. One thing which you could say it's about, it's not just connecting plots and, who's this and who's going to beat who and all that. He said, to me, it's about discovery. The guy seems really zoned in, excuse the pun, for what he wants to do with this film. And, you know, if Indy bombs, then so be it. I don't think that should reflect on him. I don't think you should be judged on your last bit of work if you've got the body of work that he does. He has got a Bob Dylan biopic coming out on Paramount soon, so I imagine he'll be working on that first and then going on to Dawn of the Jedi. But... 
the guy's right. legit. I'm very excited to see this happen, and you know, I hope Indy does well for a variety of reasons, but also just to hopefully to kind of temper some of the worries about him as a director because there shouldn't be any. Well, it feels like they're really covering their bases, Lucasfilm, doesn't it? You know, they've gone, look, Mandoverse, you're a Mandalorian fan or, or original trilogy fan? Here's the Mandoverse film. Yeah. You, did, you, did you love the sequels? Do you love Daisy Ridley? Do you, do you feel yeah. like you want to see more of someone like Finn, which there is demand for? Then, yeah, there is. They've, they've, they've announced that. Now, did you want something else? Did you want something that's fresh? Did you want something that's new? Did you want something that could lead into a Knights of the Old Republic saga? Whoa. We got something else in the making. That's what it feels like to me, mate. That's what it feels like to me, and that's that's a good thing. Yeah, I hear that, mate. Uh, Twin Sons collecting. He said he's most unsure of this film. His Mangold Dawn of the Jedi said it sounds like an insane departure. What will it look like? Will it still feel like Star Wars? Will it still happen? Will directors change? Will we be waiting years and years for it? Who knows, mate? In the end of the day, this is, you know, Lucasfilm have made a rod for their own back and we have to ask these questions similarly to Mangold. If if Indy does bomb, will, you know, the questions, maybe they'll be legitimate in terms of box office or uh, this kind of fast food world we live in where people only look at the last thing a director or writer or actor did and think well that's let's judge them on that but it is an insane departure but you know and we don't know when it's going to be coming out this film but i think mate twin sounds collecting i get it mate i get it let's see let's let's just you know hope that people can rally behind the idea of this film but i agree just like luke said this twin son said this is an insane departure and you said it's left field and i can't disagree with either of you lad I, I like it though. <laughs> I like it's it. It's yeah. <laughs> no, just because the other ones seem like obvious, you know, continuations of of, of, of storytelling, uh, and this is like, no, let's start something fresh. Let's do something new. Um, yeah, mate, I'm here for it. James Mangold, I, I'm so intrigued. I'm so interested. So excited, uh, Matty boy, Matty boy. We got a lot to gov- cover. We got a lot to go. <laughs> to go over um and i'm loving i'm loving these clips these the, 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 this is this is matty boy's clips isn't it these are your clips right like you we, you just like smashed the record button put, shoved it under your chair and just let the good times roll that's it sensational <laughs> mate Sen- sensational let's uh let's listen to the next clip mate but i think for me like i grew up in a time obviously with the original trilogy and uh, with Return of the Jedi, and a lot of people talk about what John and I have done with Ben Lorian and other series, and how it's like this time period where you know it was kind of uh, open and there hadn't been a lot done there. But that's not necessarily true. There was a, a whole bunch of stories I grew up with, and many people here grew up with uh, in expanded universe, and there were a lot of plans in the New Republic. So I think we're drawing on a lot of different things, and we're drawing on new things that were created in the meantime, uh, and we're bringing them all together as we said uh, we were going to do uh, into this epic. Uh, battle that does take place, unfortunately, for our heroes after the events uh, of Return Jedi before uh, the Force Awakens. So it's, I'm excited to do it, and thank you guys. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Epic battle, mate. Filoni got the biggest pop when he was bored out, and it was so loud that it, for a time people weren't sure who Charmaine Abed Chinoy was because Kathleen Kennedy was drowned out. But she, she was announced. But Dave Filoni's pop from the audience was so big uh, because people people love Dave, and um, 
and for whatever people say about Dave and his, you know, kind of potential lack of uh, scope in terms of storytelling, the guy has worked, the guy has grafted, the guy's been there since the way back when with George. He's earned his stripes, he's earned his big film, and it's going to be the the culmination, which he think he says is an interesting word, but it's going to be the culmination of the Mando verse. Mando, Ahsoka, Skeleton, Crew—it's all coming together, mate. Oh. One big, one big confluence of events is going to happen. Have this big battle, and Filoni says a theatrical experience has got to have a big idea, a monumental moment in the time period that changes what's happening. He says what Gilroy has done in Andor, what we did in Rebels, everything then changes when Luke blows up the Death Star. You're looking for those moments at the defining era, and that's what the film should be about, because uh, he's saying that. The big film, the bit, the big stories are your OT and going forward your ST, and then the mm. smaller stories like Mando and stuff like that all come together to build up those big moments. And Filoni got choked up on stage, mate. He, he the adoration of the fans and the fact that he's up there talking about his film, it was a big deal for Dave Filoni. Favreau's going to be producing, so the gang are back together. They're not; he's not going alone. He's going to have his uh, sidekick there with him producing, but. The Mandoverse, this is one we knew about for a long time, though, mate. We, we heard about it at the Lucasfilm uh, shareholders call. I can't think what it's called mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. In 2020. Investors Day. Investors Day. Day. That's mm-hmm. it. Investors Day in 2020. But again, we didn't really hear much about it. So wasn't it cool, mate, to finally get that confirmation on stage? And Dave is there to confirm it, too. Well- well, do you remember we were at London Film and Comic Con last year and uh, we went to the Katie Sackoff panel? Yes. And I, I asked Katie, I was like, do you know anything <gasps> yes. about this climactic crossover finale or event, whatever that looks like, whether that's a show or film? And, uh, you know, I got generic. I mean, it was stupid of me to ask, really, but you never know. You never know. But, um, you know, I got generic answer of, you know, don't ask, you don't get. You know, the masterminds at Lucasfilm are working away and they're doing <laughs> their thing. And you're like, right, yeah, brilliant. Um, but it's, it's like you said, it's refreshing to, to just have some clarity on it. And it's a film. I'm so happy it's a film. It yep. would have been so easy to have dra- like dragged this out in, in, in some sort of series or, you know, the Aveng- Star Wars, the Avengers series. And it's like, no, 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 do it. Do it as a cinematic film. You get a bigger budget. You get a lot more to play with. Um, I think that there is going to be a lot of threads being pulled into this film. Like you said, Mandalorian, Ahsoka, uh, Skeleton Crew, other projects potentially, right? Um, I think in some capacity, mate, I was thinking about this the other day, in some capacity, I think all of the TV shows are going to contribute to this this film. And I say that, mate, because I was was watching the Ahsoka trailer the other day, and, and of course, the one and only Mon Mothma is in it. Isn't isn't she? I was oh, Mon, thinking, say? Mon's in it, and it's like, well, that's the Andor link, isn't it? That's Andor, you know. And, and then there's a you've Star got... Wars Resistance link there as well, because Kazuda Ziono's governor is next to her in in that hologram. It's been confirmed. Oh, of course, that's yeah, right. man. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you've got, um, I think Hayden Christensen is going to pop up in Ahsoka. I'll say that so. right now. I think so. I'll say that right now. That kind of, I mean, if you squ- I'm saying this, if you squint, it all works. But like, Obi, that cool. brings in Obi Wan Kenobi, doesn't it? It brings in all of the TV shows, all of this content. Like you said, all of these little moments just building up to this huge thing of, you know, 
ultimately we know where it goes. The 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 first order. It goes to Ray. It goes to yep. Finn. Yep. It goes to the our, our our core characters in Luke Skywalker, in Han Solo, in Chewie, you know, growing a wee bit older. Mm-hmm. Um and I'll say it right now, that reunion that people wanted, Leia, Luke, Han, that's mm-hmm. gonna happen. You sure? You, that's um, gonna what, happen. What do you reckon? Over under sixty percent. Over comfortably, I, 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 I'd say at the moment I'm probably at around eighty percent. I'm eighty percent sure that's going to happen. That what like this is your chance to do that again? Yep, yeah, organically. You, 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 you telling me that's not going to happen? You telling me in a story that is going to inevitably involve Jedi and the next generation of heroes versus Thrawn that you know characters like that aren't at least going to pop up. Like, it's easy, isn't it? You've got Leia and Han together as a family. You know, Ben Solo yep. maybe going off into to Luke's Jedi Training Academy. And, you know, it, it's in, in my head, it's inevitable. Just like when Luke was turning up at Mando se- in, in Mando season two or, got or, that one, or, right? or, or thereafter. I didn't necessarily think it was going to be season two, but I thought in the Mandoverse at some point, Luke's going to pop up. Yeah, man, he's going to pop up again. Come on. Come, Come on. on. It's... Can you imagine how people will react to something like that? It's just it's it's, it's an easy win. I don't know. I, it's an easy win, and if you can incorporate incorporate it into a story, then fantastic. That's why. Yeah, think. it's the organic time to do it now. Is in a time period where they are active and they are out there. I mean, certainly Han and Leia are. Luke maybe off doing his thing, but I'm sure if they want to, they could bring him back in again. I'm sure if Han gives him a call, old buddy, old pal, this is your chance to do it. And again, it all come. It comes down to the magic word, mate. It all comes down mm. to the oh, yeah. execution, mate. You get that drink down here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. You saw me. You saw me having a little cheeky drink, and I you're did. like, right now's the time. It, it clicked now's in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the same. People say they wanted it in the st. Maybe it would have worked. Maybe it wouldn't. You know, it comes down to the word again. But um, I think this is the time to do it. And Feloni's already referenced things like Heir to the Empire. Anyway, the books. Mm-hmm. There was a rumor recently that the film was called that. I think it's been debunked. Thank goodness. I wasn't a fan of that. It just yeah, felt you a bit weren't a too, fan, were you? It wasn't. I said to Luke, I wasn't. It just felt too... And I've, I mentioned Filoni and his potential lack of like scope. I was like, don't call it Heir to the Empire. It's been done. That is that's that is a story that's out there and it's beloved. Don't just take somebody else's stuff and you know re, re, retool it because then people are starting mm-hmm. talking about Mara Jade and all this and all this like waff that i have no time for that leave it where it is in the past we've got better stories to tell now guys sorry not sorry um but no he's uh he has referenced the heir to the empire he's referenced some of the newer works as well in terms of like the publishing and whatnot now so he's they're doing their homework to make sure this this is going to be a big event and uh we did get a patreon question which related to this mate it's from gordon Mm. brown Mm. and he says oi oi fellas he said dave filoni gets his own movie and it's great he's a super talent but how will the movie affect the output of our beloved Disney Plus series? If it's as expected a movie where all of our favourite protagonists come together to tackle one enemy, will the Disney Plus stories series sorry, have to have their stories and direction changed to accommodate the film? Um, which is a good point. It's a good question. What's the direction now these have to take? Because we know where the destination is for Loney's film. How do you think it's going to affect the writing and the presentation of these series? It's a great question, mate. I think it's a great question. Um, if I'm being honest, Gordon, though, mate, I think we've already started to see it happen. 
I think uh, a decision like this has probably been in the works or in motion for a while, just like um, we heard years ago about a live-action Star Wars Rebels sequel, which yep. more or less is Ahsoka. You know, that's come to fruition. That's that's an actual thing, but we heard that for years. Yep. I, I think actually out of all of these projects, the Mandoverse film's probably been in development for, for, for a while. Um, and I think probably Mando Season 3 was probably affected a wee bit by this by the decision to go right no this is going to be a cinematic release Thrawn is the big bad of this era you know that's yep. that's that's an obvious one that there's no secret to that um and I think that maybe you know playing around with characters like Moff Gideon prob- probably were affected a wee bit and you've got as well dealing with the absence of a story like Rangers of the New Republics, kind of going, right, that that was meant to do this, this, and this, but instead we're going to consolidate that into Mandalorian Season 3. And that's, I think, uh, what we got. I think that's what we got. Yep. Um, so yep. in, in, in short, Gordon, that's, that's what I think is happening already. Um, yep. But do I think that it's going to like affect the Disney plus shows negatively. No, I don't think it will. I think it's going to add to the Disney plus shows. I think it's going to actually say, right, this is the film. It's going to come out at this date, this year, this month. And in between, we need to just tell this story of how to get there. And with someone like Dave involved telling this, you know, being a creative executive over at Lucasfilm, helping out with the stories, I think it's a good thing. And I think it just helps with this transitional period that's been happening with the Disney Plus shows. Um, Matty boy, let me throw that over to you, mate. What are you saying to Gordon's uh, cheeky Patreon question? It's Phil, for you just answered it for me, mate, right mm. at the very end there. If anything, okay. this gives them more focus. It gives them something to work towards because we'd heard Fav- uh, Filoni, sorry, yeah, Favreau previously say, you know, we don't necessarily have a an end game here. We're kind of doing it bit by bit. Well, if this is the culmination, and again, Filoni did say in an interview with Empire, that's an interesting word to use, culmination. So I'm not entirely sure if he believes it is a full culmination, but... Um, we are led to believe it is. So for me, it gives them a bit of focus, gives them something to aim towards. And also for us now as viewers, we know where we're going. We don't know what the film's going to be about other than a big battle, but everything now that happens, every mm. episode of the next up of the upcoming series that are related, we can now kind of start thinking about how does this tie and will this come back in, in a big way? You know, we, how is this going to pay off in, in the film and the chance of seeing Dinjarin, Grogu, Ahsoka, the Rebels crew, uh, Thrawn, potentially some of the OT heroes as well, on screen together. I said up top, man, that this could be the money spinner, and I think it really could be. Mm. If everything think? if everything falls into place, mate, and Ahsoka's a hit, which we think it will be, and Mando Season 4 is maybe better received, or for me, a little bit more focused in its actual storytelling for its own story, the idea of seeing all those guys on the big screen, and of course, Hera, Ezra, Zeb, um, Chopper and all those gang, uh, man, them, and whoever else together, and the skeleton crew, of course. <laughs> you know, Jude Law's character. You know, it's mm. not quite the Avengers, but it's it's a Star Wars. It's like a mini version for for us. And throw in the fact that they're saying it's an era defining moment in terms of the timeline. It could be huge, mate. It genuinely yeah. could be, especially because we've had since 2019 
a build up. So by the time the film comes out, we've had six, seven, eight year build up to this. So um, yes. I think that's why I think it could be the the big one, mate. But again, they've, they've got to do it. They've got to do it justice. We could have the next few seasons be a little bit ropey or, you know, Thrawn might not be the best antagonist or who knows. There's many variables which could be against this. But I think it actually helps the Disney Plus storytelling, mate. Well, like you said, there's a lot of variables. Um, Eve, our boy, Eve Evangel, he he said something really, really similar. He said, I'm probably the only one, but the movie that, as of now, I'm least interested in is the Filoni Project. There's so much that can go wrong there. And I think mm. I... I, I I would agree. I'm not. I'm not sure if that's the one that like I'm least excited for, but I will say that there's so many variables and there's so much like being tied to it. Then yeah, there, there, there's absolutely there's absolutely a lot that can go wrong. There's it's the variables, man. There's there's just so much to consider. There's so much to tie in. There's so much to 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 land properly, and I think that could go either way. But right now I'm thinking, mate, it's a gold mine in it. It's a gold mine and it's an opportunity yeah. to really do a slam dunk. This is, I think, comfortably, uh, you know, I think all of these, if you market it right and if you, if you do the right kind of production, the right kind of trailer, the right kind of acting, mm-hmm. and hopefully the, the choice of director on all three of, of these course. films is, is, is wise, then I don't see that why there's any reason why all three of these films cannot be $1 billion films plus. But the Mandoverse, the Mandoverse film, I think is almost, a, a, it's a given. I think that's, it's a given that if, if they continue, even with seasons that aren't as well received, like Mando season three, compared to Mando season two yeah, yeah. and one and, you know, Boba Fett, whatever, um, I think even despite that, mate, it's it's going to comfortably, comfortably just bring in bring in the punters, mate. That's that, yeah. that's just what a film like this can do, and I think it's the power of a of of, of the characters involved: Boba Fett, Ahsoka, Mando, mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker, Han, Leia, a young Ben Solo. Come on, are you having a laugh? Are you yeah. having a laugh? Like this is <laughs> this is a no brainer, isn't, isn't it? it? This is. Uh, I th- I think it c- I think minimum you're looking at one one point five billion minimum. By the time inflation hits and stuff, you know the you know one point five billion minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A big deal. I hear you, mate. It's there. All the all the ingredients are there, mate. This is the one we know the most about, whilst also simultaneously not really really knowing anything about. But we kind of know the major players, and we know what to expect. Now, the mm-hmm. third and final film that was released, mate, is one where we do kind of know what we're going to get, but at the same time, it's really opening up the frontiers now to the new era of Star Wars, the new Jedi Order, directed by Charmaine Obeid Shinoy. And guess what, mate? She was on stage at Celebration as well. Just listen to this and just wait, just wait till the end, mate. That's all I'll say. Here we go. You know, I've always been attracted to the hero's journey and uh, the fact that the world needs many more heroes. And the blueprint of the heroes that we see on screen are rooted in real life. And I've spent the better part of my lifetime meeting real heroes who are overcoming oppressive regimes and battling impossible odds. And that's why I'm trying to 
of a new genre, and I'm attracted to the idea of immersing myself in a Jedi Academy with a powerful Jedi Master. Okay, 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 okay. Just one more question, if I may. Is there any chance you can tell us who is rebuilding this new Jedi Order? Ali, I can do much better than that. Who would like to meet the Jedi Master? They brought out the English Rose Daisy Ridley, and man, what a moment. You could hear us, no, don't do it. No, don't do it. Say it ain't so, and then screaming as the moment happened, giving each other a big old cuddle, because it happened. The new Jedi Order, mate, 15 years after the rise of Skywalker, the Jedi are in chaos, according to Kathleen Kennedy. Not sure how, but we'll find out, I'm sure, mm. when we get to it. But Charmino Bade Shinoi is a uh, double two-time Academy Award winner for uh, documentaries or documentary shorts. Uh, she's a filmmaker, activist, journalist as well. Uh, again, as pedigree for human stories. Mm. But she's doing a Star Wars now with Daisy Ridley's coming back, uh, previously done Ms. Marvel amongst many other things. I'm really, I'm not going to, I'm just gonna, not going to beat around the bush, mate. I'm really excited about this film. For me, this film has the most potential story-wise, whereas Mando has the most potential for blowing the doors off the box office. Dawn of the Jedi has potential to be the surprise, but this now is the new era. They don't have to look back anymore. They're only looking forward and there's nothing in front of them anymore. Even with Dawn of the Jedi, everything we know of Star Wars is yet to come here. Ah, it's all new. And that's what excites me the most. And, you know, Kathy's been saying the question we're going to ask is, with the new Jedi Order and with Rey, is does the galaxy need the Jedi anymore? Do they want them back? She says there's a lot of food for thought in what we're doing, whether it's in the past, mm. present, or future. So uh, Daisy's back. She'll be a supporting character. That does not mean she'll only be in five minutes of the film. She'll be a major supporting character. We have it on good authority that John Boyega is 101% back, signed on the dotted line for this film, mate. You said it's mm-hmm. episode 10 light. It might as well be, mate. But I am so excited for this one. Because it is, there are no shackles anymore. Apparently, it's a 2025 release. We'll see about that. We have no idea yet. But the new Jedi Order, mate, for me, this is the potential to be the most exciting because there are no shackles. What are you thinking about this one, mate? Is that is that right? This is this is slated for 2025. That that's you know that's the rumours. There are no, there's nothing uh, in is set in stone about that because people say Tyker's film, but he hasn't even got an ending to his film. Apparently, he and Kathleen have both announced. So this is the one that's slated for, but uh, I wouldn't hold much stock in that just yet. Yeah, yeah. I suppose I. I mean, it does make sense when you when you compare the situations of. Dave Filoni, James Mangold. I, I suppose it makes sense that this would this would naturally be the next one. But do you remember hearing like the other week 
um Kathy saying, you know, we're not going to be rushed to meet like deadlines and 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 whatnot. Do you remember I do that? Not remember I, that. I, no, I don't. Yeah, she said something along the lines of, you know, I'm not doing a very good job of remembering exactly what she said, but along the lines <laughs> yeah. of, you know, we're 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 not we're not like rushing to meet deadlines as much. We're we're more interested in making like event films. Some something along those lines. And yeah, she, um, she referenced James Bond, didn't she? And they should eventize right. these films. That's right, yep. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So, um, li- li- listen. I'm, 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 I'm here for this. This, this, this whole idea of bringing, bringing Daisy Ridley back, bringing Ray back, Finn, you know, and John Boyega. I, th- I think it's a fantastic idea. It's a fantastic idea, and I think there's room for the story to be told. You know, and 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 love it or hate it. I think for um, a lot of people who are even pro sequel trilogy or pro Disney era. The rise of Skywalker didn't leave all people with that that taste in their mouth of you know yeah. victory of 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 hope you know and I know like I said for some people it absolutely does it works one hundred percent for them or if not ninety or or, or, or whatever um, but you know personally speaking I think there's room for something like this and I think with the Mandoverse what that's doing uh, and potentially this project as well as well i i think this has the potential for really kind of defining the sequels all over again yeah all over again um but it's interesting you know is this going to be a continuation of films is it just going to be the one film after episode nine is this episode 10 and that's it will we be going episodes one to ten yeah. Oh, which episode's yeah. your favourite out of one to ten? Yeah, there's there's a lot there's a lot to be there's a lot of interesting kind of takes, and the more you think about it, yeah, there's there's a lot of room for 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 a bit like what we said with the with the Filoni film. There's a lot of room for for fault, and there's a lot of room for for great success. Great success. Um, the one that still puzzles me, mate. If I've got it, you know, if I'm being completely honest right now, being completely transparent right now, mate, boy is the choice of director you know mm. clearly intelligent clearly clever clearly accomplished but a star wars film you know this ain't this isn't a marvel show this isn't and although i saw some of miss marvel and i thought it was fantastically directed you know mm. tv isn't film and film isn't tv i don't know what as a film guy as a film guy as someone who ch- talks about films all the time not just star war um what do you think? Is this this is a bit of a this is a bit of a weird choice, isn't it? It's, it is. It, it is a, a left field choice. No, it is. Right. And right. there's not like you said. There's no doubt in um, Charmaine's ability uh, behind right. the camera. She's fantastic. Again, the human stories that she can tell uh, are are very good. I haven't seen all of her films. I've seen a few, mainly since the announcement. Um, and from what I've seen, they're very accomplished. Uh, and but it is like you say, it's coming from um, a background in Pakistani filmmaking. Uh, she's a Pakistani mm-hmm. Canadian filmmaker to kind of then branching more out into uh, into the Western filmmaking with Ms. Marvel and now getting the the, the new Star Wars era off to a, a flying start. It's an interesting one, mate. I mean, it, it kind of like you can look at it both ways. It's do you get a tried and trusted like, you know, a Ron Howard who you know what you're going to get and it's, or JJ for that matter. Something safe, something where you can be like, right, let's just slowly introduce you. Or do we get somebody who's not really involved and can bring these new ideas and ca- like Gilroy, 
with Andor can change things up a bit. Now I'm not saying the new Jedi Order is going to be tough and gritty like Andor, but you know, there's there are there's a place for that. Sometimes it works to have somebody who isn't invested or can bring new viewpoints, new 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 way of thinking, and even even things down to down to things like new filmmaking techniques and things like that. Right. I th- I, you know, I'm. I, it's a left field choice for sure, based on you kind of what you'd expect a like a triple A film director to have under their belt. However, there is a very accomplished body of work behind Charmaine, and again, a couple of Academy Awards says she knows certainly knows what she's doing. I think the problem more now is obviously is the story, is the buy-in, and the era itself because this is going to be the new era. We had you mentioned Damon Lindelof; he was obviously on board with this and now well he isn't he said that this was quite a big deal and he wasn't sure he could do it justice i'm paraphrasing um and now we, i think we, we've got a new writer on board as well but this is going to be an era defining film in every sense of the word you know the, the sequels whatever you think about them uh were were received by some not by others this film is now taking us in a new direction. It's got nothing to lean on apart from its own story. Um, we, we got another Patreon question from, from Sif Slayer Mo. Right. And in it, he says his excitement about this film has been replaced by trepidation because of overwhelming amounts of negative comments and hate on social media. Do you agree or disagree that this movie has to deliver an empire strikes back level of quality for fans to consider giving it a chance? Uh, he mentions, you know, if Dave Filoni was directing, would it be better received? Or if someone like Ahsoka was uh, the protagonist, would it be better received? He's saying because Ray is protagonist, it might struggle to compete with the other two announced films. Um, what are you thinking about Mo's question in terms of the the sequels and Ray specifically coming back and how the general populace is going to uh, welcome this? It is a bit risky, isn't it? It's a bit risky, isn't it? I, I, I think there's two ways to look at it. Um, to to look at it, there's 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 one where it's like it's impressive that you're like, yeah, do you know what? Don't care, <laughs> you know, like Kathy's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't care, don't do not care. We're bringing Daisy back. The sequels, they're they're, yeah, they're, they're coming back. They're here to stay. And I'm hiring a kind of left field director to do this project because mm-hmm. I believe in her. And I think that's really brave. And I think it's really really commendable. Whether it's the right choice, Mo. Um, I think we just have to wait and see. I, I there's an interesting expression you use about like it being, you know, effectively doomed from the start because of the hate, because of people, um, some absolute morons and and, and egits, but <laughs> others. And I'm not talking about hate, like explicit horrible people hate, you know. But like, th- I I think there is room for some concern here. And I, yeah, and I'm I'm here for this film. This film sounds fantastic to me. I'm very excited. I can't wait to see Daisy back, and I can't wait to see what's made. But I would be lying if I said that there's not there's not some concern. I mean, there has to be, right? There has there has to be a bit of concern because you you have got those two formulas. Yeah, you know, and Mo says he feels like the combination of Ray and the unknown director might make this movie struggle to compete with the other two. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe that's why this one's coming out first. <laughs> <Don't> yeah, <you know? laughs> yeah. <laughs> paved the way. 
Who knows? Who knows? But I, I, I think, you know, if Dave Filoni were directing this, people would still be complaining about Ray. People, people want to complain about Ray or about the sequels. They're going to complain about it. Just yes. like you still meet him today, people that complain about Attack of the Clones, people that complain about Phantom Menace, people that complain about the, the, the prequels in John, general, John. people that complain about Clone Wars, people that complain about Ewoks. Yeah, they're still <laughs> around. Guys. They still have those opinions, and that's anywhere. fine. That's fine. You know, that's and, and, and as long as they're polite and as long as they're respectful, have that opinion. Yeah, have it. Uh, and I think, Mo, my advice to you, mate, and my advice to all Star Wars fans, just focus on yourself, man. You know, it's, it's easy to be caught up in negativity when it happens. I'm guilty of that. That's just human. That's just, that's just human nature. But just try to concentrate on how do you feel? You know, what do you think? How are you going to enjoy this? And I think some of that is that mindset of going into it thinking, you know, I'm going to try and have a good time. I'm going to yeah. try and have a good time. Listen, and, and that doesn't always work. Listen, I went into Quantumania saying, I'm going to have a good time. I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be wow. great. And, you know, and that was rubbish. Okay. And I went into Guardians of the Galaxy and thought, you know, I, I hope this is good. The recent track record suggests that you know they might they might muck this up i really enjoyed it and i had a really really good time of it really good time of it mm-hmm. so i don't know i don't know it's i th- i think whoever was going to be behind this people were going to complain mate that's just star wars ain't it matt that's it that's, that's just... star wars fans what is it star wars hate star wars more than anything else star wars fans do yeah. but mate and, and i agree mate there'll always be a subsection of grifters who who earn good money from you know saying things that they may not necessarily believe, which are negative. Some do. Yep. And there'll always be a subset who will love it no matter what. There, Let's let's also throw that out there as well. Um, but I agree with what you say, mate. It's It can be disheartening to come out of a film and be like, oh, I loved that. I love seeing Ray and blah, 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 and then go online and see people just complaining and saying, oh, Mary Sue and all this stuff, which is mm-hmm. based on nothing. And you do kind of think, oh, you know, oh, man, I'm... Might be the only one who likes it, but even if you were the only one, Mo, and everyone listening, who cares? As long as you get something out of it, that's the main thing. I'm going to go into this film full of excitement. If it's not a good film, that's a different story. But I'm going to go into it full of excitement, and I don't care what um, what Bob Dole down the road says or or whoever says about the film or online or in my workplace. If I like it, that's all I care about. If, if it's an awful film and I still like it, who cares? Because I'm, I like loads of bad films, mate. Trust me. Um, I'm... Uh, <laughs> It's just the way of the world now. Like, okay, the fast food world we live in, where if it isn't, like you say, Empire Strikes Back quality, then, well, what's the point of making it? It's not necessary, or this is the worst film ever, and all those kind of hyperbolic statements we get. It's going to happen. Just be be prepared for it, or just use the mute button on social media. It's really, really handy, that is. <laughs> <laughs> I've been using it. Um, it's going to happen, mate, but don't let that sour your enjoyment. We know, we know Mo, he's a, he's a proper lad, great family. They guy. all love Star Wars. You know, just embrace that love. Just keep it, keep that going. When you go to celebration, Galaxy's Edge and all that—that's what it's all about. It's it's not going anywhere. This is the new era, and I'm very excited for it, mate. So I get the trepidation, and it is there, like you say, it is going to be there. And when it was announced, I know people online were complaining about it, but you know that—that's why we've got three films. We've got the past, present, and the future. There's something there, surely, for everyone. And that's why I like about the announcement overall, mate. There surely is something for everyone. There's the Mandoverse, the big battle. You've got the new Jedi Order, the new era, 
or you've got going back in time with like a biblical epic. We, there is surely going to be something for everyone. And if you don't like it, then, you know, move wait for the next one or you've got the D plus series. And saying that, mate, it, <laughs> we ran a poll on Instagram about which one of these films were you most excited for. Get this, my man. 30% said Mandovus. 34% said the new Jedi Order. 36% of people are most excited for Dawn of the Jedi. So Mando verse, this is just an Instagram. Mando verse is down the bottom there, but there's percentages and there's nothing in it, mate. What about you, though, to uh, to round it all off? What are you most excited for out of these oh. three films? If you could have one, if Kathy said, look, Luke, you're a great guy, she'd be right. You can say which film gets released first. Which one are you most excited for, mate? Don't ask, Regardless of don't. timelines and all that, what are you going for? Don't ask me that. Don't ask. Oh, I, I was literally to. about to say, I was gonna, I was gonna say, like, to because I knew you were gonna ask something. Like that. I was gonna go <laughs> the, the one coming out soonest. Yeah, <laughs> but give the listeners what they want. Be, that was gonna be my politician answer. That was gonna be my answer <laughs> yeah. around it. Um, oh, mate, that's a tough question. I think the most intriguing is for sure the Dawn of the Jedi project, mm-hmm. the James Mangold project. That is so intriguing. It's brand new. Like what I said earlier, what I alluded to, new flavors, new designs, new aesthetic, new music. Yeah. You know, what are we going to get? New font, new typography. Mm. I, I, there's little so things like that. little things like that, little oh. things like that. And the description of a biblical epic, oh, yeah. I'm so excited for something like that i'm so excited um and i'll be watching james's career with great interest matty boy (laughs) but the the truth is the truth is it's all of them and that's a really lame answer i know i know but it, it, it it's all of them they're all so different they all can bring so much to, to the table in their own ways. They all have their own risks. They all have the risk to be a little bit naff. They all have the yep. risk of maybe falling a little bit short of expectation. But hey, the anticipation is half the fun, the hype, the build up. Can you imagine? Can you imagine us and the sickheads, you know, pre a new Star Wars film, the theories, the, the like the rumors? I can. The rumor mill, the leaks potentially, you know, trying to avoid those bad boys. Having a little meal before you go to the cinema to watch it with your friends, your family. Maybe we'll go watch it all together as sickheads. Oh. Who knows? Who knows? There is there is a lot of variables, and I'm so, so excited. And it's worth mentioning the the the, the support and love, the anticipation for the new Jedi Order film on socials was was really high i don't know if that's yeah maybe it probably is just indicative of our community but mm-hmm. it was it was high it was very high very high. um and and some of the comments we got were, were absolutely fantastic on that really 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 cool um one of my favorites was mancalorian new jedi order by far the return of ray skywalker the possibilities that arise from the time jump potential for exploring relationships between the main galactic population and the returning jedi i love it i love it it's uh, mank is spot on it's 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 all of that and then i'll listen to someone talk about the feloni film the 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 combination of the matter of all these stories that we've been invested in for years by the time that film probably comes out we'd be invested in that longer longer than we were the sequel trilogy 
Yeah, the share- sequel trilogy was 2015 to 2019, or yep. you know, what you maybe you want to include the hype, you add another year to that. But Mandoverse would have been here for longer, we'd been with those characters for longer, and and that's not even mentioning you know, like screen screen time with these characters. Well, we've spent a lot of time with a lot of these guys, that is going to be uh... emotional. That is going to, and you know, you know, Matty Boy, I love a good ending. If they can land this, oh my word, I will die. I will emotionally just drift off. (laughs) That's yours. This force will leave his body and that will be it. Force (laughs) goes Luke. You'll look blue on the screen here. You'll look to left of of you. I'll be in the seat and you'll just see my face, just a vacant face, just like. And then (laughs) you're right, Luke. I'll just be like, I'll be like licking the armrest. <laughs> and then he'll just disappear into a pile of clothes as he just leaves this mortal coil. Oh, mate. Uh, yeah. The possibilities are wild. For me, a new Jedi Order is the one I'm looking forward to most because the possibilities, mate. And also to get to see Ray again, Finn. Who knows? Maybe Oscar Isaac as Poe again. Um, mm. The new characters. Are they? What are they going to do? Are they just going to have another new 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 republic or are the heroes going to be like yeah i'm not interested in that political side let somebody else deal with that we're going to do what we're best at i'm going to be a jedi poe's going to go flying finn's going to hopefully be a jedi too you know let's focus on that rather than necessarily setting up the politics of it all have that in the background for me this again it's the same thing what we know what's the music going to be like what's the feeling going to be like what's the tone going to be like how much are they actually really going to lean on the skywalker saga or are they going to try their hardest not to kathy said they're not they're not even sure they're going to have like force ghosts and all that in this one that's what i'm most excited for i think mando has the chance to be the biggest pop though because like you said if they nail the landing with these characters this collection then we could be in for something special but that's not to discount the dawn of the Jedi as well. I'm with you, mate. Taking my fanboy hat off. I am actually very excited for all three of these films. I understand that not everybody will have the same view that all three are for them. But for me, as of now, mid 2023, I'm excited for all three of them, mate. So um, I, I'm, I'm ready to be, I'm ready to be excited. I'm ready to sit down, mate. Popcorn, like lights go down, the Lucasfilm logo come up and I'm ready to feel what that feels like again, mate. I, I'm ready now. Hi, this is Nick Joseph, Major Aho Exophon in Star Wars A New Hope, and you are listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. May the Force be with you. Oh, after all that, mate, I fancy a drink now. You can drink in some cinemas. I don't, but... Coca-Cola, maybe other soft drinks are available. But, mate, it's a good thing we pulled up the dusty half out of Essex Falcon up outside our favourite dusty drinking hole. I need one already, mate. The Bantina. The only question that remains is, shall we? Let's do it. (laughs) For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be... So good. Best podcast. Best podcast. Best podcast. Patreon questions section. You know it. You love it. Who don't love it? Who don't love it? Let's let's start off with a naughty voice message all the way from Wales. It's Luke Summerfield. You know him. You love him. Let's hear it. 
Hello. What's happening, guys? It's been a while since I've done a Patreon question. I'm thinking of something along the lines of why does Yoda's Force Ghost need a walking stick? Um, or maybe why is the Stormtrooper armor so pointless? Anyway, uh, my real question is you can show somebody only three items of Star Wars content from Disney Plus. Which three things would you choose and why? And I look forward to seeing uh, what you're going to pick. And remember, Palpatine loves a good Disney Plus session. Oh, the walking stick, I can answer that. I can answer that. Right? He's not actually there. Only Luke's seeing him. It's, it's Luke's interpretation of Yoda, isn't it? And therefore, it. he has a walking stick because that's how Luke remembers him. That's how Luke knows him. I'll take there it. There we go. I can buy it. It's the, same, buy it. it's the same thing as why. Why is Hayden? Why is Hayden Anakin Skywalker? It's like, yeah, mate, because that's how Luke is seeing it's him. Better. Because it's, and it's better. Come on. Um, cheeky question. Matty boy, what are you saying, mate? Three, um, three bits of content. This is an interesting question. I'm not sure how to interpret this, so I'm going to go off the back of how you okay, are going to answer this. Okay. It's, it's like when Obi, what, that meme about what Obi, the, the Obi-Wan ghost had to sit down because he was tired on the log. That always gets me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right, I've actually interpreted this as Disney Plus originals almost, because otherwise the easiest answer you could say to someone is, I don't know, watch the OT. Four, five, and six. There you go. Bish, bash, bosh, yeah. the classic. That's but the obvious one, right? That's yeah. the obvious one. So I'm going for Disney Plus content, which in this case is gen- is the shows. Um, now, if I'm going to be uh, humbly honest here, I'm saying sit down and watch the three episodes of the Andor Narkina prison arc. Just watch those three. That is the best Star Wars content out there. But if you want to get somebody invested in Star Wars, maybe those three aren't indicative of Star Wars, you know, maybe they don't feel right. like Star Wars. So when you suddenly see like Vader and Luke or like someone like Ahsoka, you're thinking, hey, what's going on here? They're not busting pipes in a prison. So I would go for um, I'd go for the, the Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi finale because you get the best of all the worlds there. Uh, I'd go for the, the, Mala- the Mando episode, The Believer, the one with Bill Burr. We did an episode on that. So I think, again, we get good action. We get to see what Mando's all about but we actually get some good dialogue and good script in there as well. Uh, and I'd go for the One Way Out episode of Andal because it's sensational. I mean, what more do I need to say about One Way Out? It's one of the best episodes of TV I've seen in years and some of the best Star Wars I've seen for the longest time. So quite a, so for me, I would go for The Believer, the Obi-Wan finale and One Way Out. Look, there's plenty of cool stuff from the animated series, Siege of Mandalore as well, but they're the three that came to mind first. So they're the three. I'm going to go for it, mate. What about you? Mm, cheeky one. Cheeky Still. one. Okay. Um, the thing is with Andor is that it builds to that point. You know, you've got oh. that build to the knock into one way out, you know? And yeah, without it. what comes before, if you were to show just someone that episode, I think it would fall a bit more flat. That's what, that's, maybe. You know, maybe. That's what I think. Yeah, maybe. 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 Um, now, I, I, I don't know if I can do individual episodes. That's so, 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 so tough. I mean, the obvious, the obvious answer is Ewoks 
uh, Caravan of Courage, an Ewoks battle for Endor, <laughs> isn't it? And then the Tartakovsky Clone Wars. Someone there would be like, what? Mm. Like, How's this stuff so big? How, how do, you know, how do people... Why is Star Wars such a big IP? And you'd be like, you know, we've had a colourful history, colourful past. Um, for, you know, for original content, for original content, I, I, I think I'm going to interpret this as, you know, like a series. It's got to be. Mandalorian Season 1. Mandalorian Season 1, I think, delivers a lot of flavour and a lot of, a lot of feeling that is so synonymous with Star Wars, whether it's the Western tropes, the, the, the Eastern yeah. tropes, the, the force, the mysticism, the, 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 the cowboyness of it, the action. There is a lot to love in season one and two of The Mandalorian. Um, the third option is extremely tough. It, that, that is a really, really, really tough one. Um, I'd be tempted, I'd be tempted because we're talking about Disney Plus originals to either throw the Bad Batch out there or Andor. And I think I'm leaning toward Andor just because Andor is a masterpiece and I think almost anyone can watch Andor and and, and enjoy it, particularly, you know, if you do like thrillers or dramas and I think Andor is, is... is long-term going it's going to age very well and it's going to be oh, something yeah. that Star Wars fans can just proudly say hey you ever watched Andor's like, no no well, let's stick it on let's see if you enjoy it um, it's one of those it's one of those shows but I think equally if you have a family if you have the kids Bad Batch could p- p- could potentially be that and, and maybe even the second season but then you're getting thrown in the middle so you know Lukey Boy, if we're going off Disney Plus Originals, which I think, I think that's the, the point of the question. If not, let us know. Ask, ask next month. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going I'm to say Mando season one and two and Andor season one. That's what I'm going to go with. Yeah. yeah and I think that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's decent, isn't it? Nice question, by the way, Luke. Very, very original very original like that one mate cheers no Boba Fett love but we do enjoy that show Uh, good shout my man and uh, Lukey boy yeah we love bit of Boba (laughs) give us your answer mate as to well first to clarify and also your answers same to everybody else if you had to show three items of Star Wars content from D plus what three are choosing and why but thank you mate moving on to somebody I've grown to know I've I've grown to treat him as a brother he is my brother Mm. Sean Hudson, he asks us a big old long question, but for time I'm going to cut it in half because he says the first part was a joke. I will get some answers to you on that one. But his question, he says, the main question is, lads, I'm worried. The I am Iron Man, I am all the Jedi Disney approach terrifies me when considering the Filoni-verse endgame. I can only assume we'll see Mando give his life for Mandalore somehow and send Grogu into hiding until the Rey post-Tross movie. I don't want another I am Iron Man moment, so I hope they can pull it off well. Thoughts? Long live the sessions. Hashtag Matt puts salt on all his food. Greasy does it, baby. That last part isn't true, but uh, I- I'll take it. Um, what? Lukey boy, are you worried we're going to get... I know. Are we going to get a kind of big, dare I say, cheesy moment at the end of the Filoni verse where Mando's like, oh, I'm going to lay down my life for you. Why? Because this is the way, and then that's it. Do you reckon we're going to get a big moment like that to kind of end off Mando's time in the galaxy? And if so, are you worried about that? No, I'm not really worried, actually. Mm. I don't mind if he dies. 
you know, if it's done right, then yeah, why, you know, why not? I, I get where Sean's coming from. I understand the concern and I understand that we've had, we've kind of had that moment in pop culture already. I think that's kind of the, the, the point of Sean's concern, but um, in, in short, no. But you know, you, you know that A, it comes down to the execution at the end of the day. Yeah. Thank you so much. Mm. And then B, my my thought process behind this happily ever after is a little Grogu are being trained by Ray and or Finn slash I don't know someone else, and you've got an old aged Pedro Pascal Dinjarin helmet off, sitting there watching his boy getting trained in the ways of the Jedi. Come on, time jump it. Just be like, right, 10 years later, 15 years later, 20 years later, I don't know, do something. Give us a happy ending. And I think Filoni's going to give us a happy ending. Yeah. I, I, I can just feel it. I can feel it. He, he loves Return of the Jedi too much. You know, he's going to be doing point. his own. He wants, to, he wants to do his own Return of the Jedi. And he, he can do it. Sean, I think there's room for it. I don't, I don't think it's going to be as like I am the Iron Man as, as you think. I really don't. I think... I think I think Ahsoka will. I think Ahsoka will die. <laughs> She's got to, right? If, well, She's got to. Uh, if, if Filoni will allow it. Um, don't get Eva Van Gogh started on that. But um, He's gonna... I, he, I, what you've just said, oh man, I love it. And at the same time, it worries me because it's about time we had a happy ending in Star Wars. It's about time we just had a, an actual happy ending where you know the good guys, we, a bit like Return of the Jedi, like you say, where... Yeah, you know, the bad guys are vanquished. The good guys are dancing in the woods with some teddy bears. No, I'd love to see that. But then I'm also in my advancing years and just sort of like absorbing so many different stories. I do like the idea of of stakes. The word I do like fearing that this isn't going to be. You know, even if it is a happy ending, I feel like we've got to have something along the way happen to motivate people or whatever, um, just to make it a bit little less bland and I think you're right though I think Dave is going to give us a happy ending I don't think it's going to be without consequence so whether it will be Mando I mean when, when when Dave says culmination is an interesting word that's what kind of makes me think are they going to go beyond this with another season Ahsoka I think you're right if I had to if I had to uh, look you in the eye and shake your hand now and say I, I think it would probably be Ahsoka as well but at the same time I can also see it being Mando, but and I'm actually with my brother here. It doesn't happen very often. As emotional as it would be, I really don't actually want a cheesy kind of, you know, this is the way moment. It worked with Paz Fizzler. That was great. You know, that was like, yes, go on, son. But I don't need to see it again. Yeah. The way. I am all the Mandalorians. Like, no. Um, but no, I, I think, I don't think they'll quite go that wild, but I'm not, no, I'm not overly worried that they'll go, go down that route. I think they'll keep it, um, balanced on the level with Ahsoka though if Dave's doing it and Dave's going to be the one to um, to finally give her the end to her story it'll be uh, it'll be a tough one you know there won't be a dry eye in the house I don't think and I trust him more to end that story off but John's involved as well and you know Mando's kind of his character so I'm not worried by it I can see them going for that emotional jugular and giving us a big moment with a potentially kind of cheesy line which is intended to be a catchphrase but I'm actually with you. I think Ahsoka's more likely to be the one who is going to not be making it out, mate. Yes, mate. Kill off Ahsoka. 
Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Well, there you go. We've just killed off everybody's favourite Tog Rooter out there. We love Ahsoka. Um, but yeah, Shawnee Boy's given us his opinion on that one. But everybody else, are you worried by the end of the Filoni Man, the end game, sorry, that we could be getting something you know, a bit contrived, a bit cliche? Let us know your thoughts. Let us know the answer to Luke Summerfield's question. But that's going to do it here for our time this week in the Bantina Barman. Sorry about the mess. We're going to be back again, same time again next week for another stint and another pint in the Bantina. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Star Wars Sessions game! Game. Yes, right, that is it. End of the episode. It's another Star Wars Sessions game. If you're new, each week we end with a Star Wars themed game. We alternate who's going to uh, host it this week. I'm going to host it. Luke, do you know what? Do you want to know what contrived game you're playing this week? Yes, contrive me. It's the same one that you gave me last week. <laughs> because I thought it was your week this week and I thought, oh no, I forgot to do a game. So you're going to be playing Kiss marry kill my friend again family friendly on this show i've only got a few chances for you here mate but uh, i'm so excited for your thoughts on these ones excellent excellent well obviously my loyalties always are with my wife my darling wife but but yeah uh to the republic (laughs) is what you just said to democracy (laughs) right let's do it let's do it let's play the music dj here we go kiss marry kill star wars sessions version first up cara dune (laughs) bo katan or the handmaiden that gets blown up at the start of attack of the clones (laughs) pre-blow up (laughs) pre-blow PB PB what might as well kill the one who's gonna die <laughs> die anyway Why? you know it's um, inevitable talk of Avengers <laughs> it's inevitable um, and then that's kiss and marry um, yep. oh, I will kiss both. I'll kiss Carl Maribo. Yeah. Nice, nice. Royalty. Marry yeah. into it. I understand. I get it. I know it. You know okay, it, good shout, mate. Poor handmaiden. <laughs> You've got no hope of this one. Uh, the second out of three, mate. Kiss, marry, kill. Ray Skywalker. Princess Leia or Padme Amidala? Padme Amidala? Wait, yep. what's the... Padme Amidala. Ray? Ray, Leia, Padme. The golden tree. Ray, Leia, Padme. Okay. Uh, oh, that's a hard one. Everyone's that's got different answers one. to this one. Uh, really yeah i think that's that's a, that's a tough one because Leia nice. would be fun Leia would be fun Leia is the marriage material isn't she mm-hmm. in a lot of ways i think or maybe she, well Batman, actually sequels sequels you know she married to yeah, you, i think i think actually you marry padme padme you was would. sensible wasn't she yeah marry padme <laughs> yeah. and then you've got that uh, kiss kiss ray kill Leia. Oh! <laughs> the OT generation are going mental right now. Well, no, yeah, bad, suck it, it to them. Mental. It's, it's, Men- this is the way. 
here we go. So Ray Leia Padme. You're so happy with done. that. You're so happy with that. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, last one, mate. This is a good one. This is this is a okay. zinger. Okay. Kiss Mary Kill, Jar Jar Binks' girlfriend from the Clone Wars, Marla, <laughs> Chewie's wife, or Mother Towson, the Night Sister matriarch. <laughs> Marla <laughs> Kiss Mary Kill. Oh, Marla. <laughs> you can wear that no, weird right. contraption if you want, but well, um, Mother. Ta- did, did you say Mother Townsend? Mother Townsend. T a l t a l z i n. I keep saying. I keep thinking like Townsend, like Pete Townsend, like Pete Townsend. <laughs> Mother Townsend. Is that, is that Pete? Yeah, Pete Mount. He was in. He's, he's in, in the who? who? He was in the yes, Who, he wasn't he? Oh, if you yeah. go to Basildon. That's how you know that a good story starts. Yeah, if you if you ever go if to Basildon, yeah, Paris. you go to the food court in the Eastgate shopping yep. centre. You go to the toilets. There's a really cool there. like bit of art. Like, there dedicated is dedicated to the Who. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It's a nice one opposite that with like islands. It's a bit like Skelly. I like that. I mentioned that whilst we were there. It's so random, but there we go. That's... <laughs> Don't get out of it, though, mate. <laughs> if you want... maybe, maybe Ank Goodman might get the train train up from Bath to go to the toilets at the food court in Basin. It's near Ned's Noodles and Taco Bell, yeah? Just Taco in the corner. Um, I'm, I think Taco I'm going to have to, through process of elimination, I'm going to marry um, old Townsend. Uh, uh, I'm then gonna kill who? What was the other option? Marla and Jar Jar Binks' girlfriend or Marla? Oh, gonna kill Marla, and what? I will kiss Jar Jar Binks' uh, girlfriend. Oh, come on, come on, taking Jar Jar's wife away. Come on, I know, but oh, and Chewie's as well. Actually, oh no, useless, isn't he, mate? He's useless. So yeah, he, he is. Oh, that was um. Now everyone can now fan fiction that if you want to. Uh, we've got the Kiss, Marry, Kill Star Wars sessions. Luke Bly version. He's going to marry Mother Towson, Padme, and Bo-Katan. So uh, very eclectic choice. Pete Townsend's yeah. mum. <laughs> I think Palpatine From probably fancied Mother Towson a bit, but you know he, he had <laughs> Sly Moore instead. So um, my man, that is this week's game because I forgot to do one because I thought it was your week, but it ended up a success anyway. Good job. Well, you see, you, that's all right, mate. We'll let you off. We, you said you were going to do it anyway, so we'll, we'll, you know. Oh yeah, it's acceptable. Let's play into that. You then. shouldn't have Let's said that. that. You shouldn't have said that, like, oh, mate. Yeah. Oh, it's all part of the Could plan, you know. A bit like the sequels. A bit like somehow the game returned. Let's <laughs> call it that. Uh, we'll, we'll do it that one. Well, mate, that is that then for this episode of Star Wars Sessions, episode two hundred and five from the UK, from the USA. The fun doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone. Where can the world find us, Master Blywalker? Mate, weren't we going to talk about the Kevin Feige film as well? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, that that, was, oh, that, I think we that made was, up, didn't we? Yeah, we made that up. That was never yeah. officially <laughs> announced those on the Star Wars making, show. Those fans making it up. Yeah, that was never announced. Calm down. Fired. Oh, that is obviously the elephant in the room, the film cancellations and stuff. But you know, forget about that. We'll enjoy it. We'll soak it. We'll soak it all up. We'll we'll soak it all up and enjoy ourselves. Nonetheless, watch this space, lads. Uh, You can find us 
at starwarsessions.co.uk. Search for us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, anywhere on social media. Just type in Star Wars Sessions. Drop us an email. We love an email. We love a voice note. Send it to hello there at starwarsessions.co.uk. And don't forget about our Patreon, guys. Patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions for tons of regular bonus content. Two dollars. What can you get for two? I'm I'm in America right now, and I, I, I I'm telling I'm telling you, it is not as cheap as it used to be. You cannot get much for two dollars. Like you I really, really, really can't. So if you can, please consider it. It helps us a bunch. Yes, sir. If you want to support our show for free, keep doing what you're doing and listening. And also leave us a five-star rating and review on your podcast provider of choice. Those five stars genuinely help the show grow. It gets new listeners in. It gets us up the algorithm and those charts. And it's another way to hear from more of you each and every week. Yeah, and please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mate, tell your cats, tell your Ewok, tell your nearest member of a British the invasion band was it were they British invasion the who yeah they were I don't know they were they were were kind of part of that weren't they their generation it's all their generation generation. eh eh there you go winky wink tell your cousin the more the merrier the castle spicy ah yes sir tell your nearest Gar Saxon Balen Skull that one's for you Ray Stevenson and this is the podcast you're looking for so from me see ya and from Luke and may the force be with you Always, Luke, Luke, yeah, Mames, Jangled, <laughs> Jang, love that, love it. Rest in peace, Ray. They are Essex-based podcast heroes. I'm really excited to see some footage finally. Is that possible? Is that possible? I don't know if that's possible. I'm pushing, I'm putting, I'm putting like some pressure on you. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm like, if it's not today, when? Maybe. Not today, when?